promised Mandela That his people shall go free Did you tell him they won't grow and it is time for Delivery Watch and, of course, our communication line. We do have our voice note uh, line, which is 0614104107. Maybe you would like to chip in or you want to share your views or also you can call us on 0860002032. And hundreds of fed-up residents from at least 12 informal settlements in Kailicha on Thursday marched to the Community Training Center to hand over a memorandum of demands calling for their refuse to be collected. So the residents actually say that uh, they were living in filth is their waste had not been collected in two months. Two months. So you see, you know, the refuse collectors normally come once a week. So once a week, it's four weeks in a month. So basically, it's garbage for eight solid weeks. It must be a sight. But I'm joined by Ndibulele uh, Wababa community activist from Taiwan Informal Settlement, uh, Ward 87 in Kailicha. Good morning and a warm welcome to uh, Morning Bliss. Good morning. Good morning, and your listeners. Uh, well, a, a very good morning for, for all of you. What exactly is happening? Eight weeks of not uh, collecting garbage. What's, what's going on? Yeah, one of the things that I would say... Uh, that which this city does not work for townships as much as in their slogan they would say uh, the city works for you but it does not work for us especially in the black communities and townships uh, we were told that the contractors that were um, uh, contracted to the city of cape town the city has decided to stop their contract uh, stop their workers and all of that they wanted to introduce epwps instead of the contractors so that ended up having us with uh, a pile of rubbish. In the result, uh, one of the things that we suspect happened, we have three children that have died in Taiwan uh, that were playing in the rubbish. And we uh, suspect that uh, their death is caused by the rubbish that is piling up on the streets. Uh, it's for... It's for Almost two months now, it has not been collected. You can imagine uh, rubbish that is lying on the street, not collected. Dogs are playing, on it, uh, scattering it around. Uh, rats are also piling up, uh, playing on that, feasting on that. And the health hazard that is posing to our community and children. And why has this happened? Were there any, were there not any processes put in place to, or to even inform the community that this, you know, the contracts are coming to an end because a contract just, just does not end. You know, actually, a year prior that a contract is coming to an end and something different is going to be implemented, whether it's from, you know, it's, it's government offering the jobs or it's it's a new contractor coming uh, to take over. Were you not informed? 
uh, as I said to you before I started uh, uh, the first uh, line, is that this city does not care about townships or black communities. Uh, it's supposed to be like that in a common or in the white areas or suburbs. It's always been like that. They will be informed of such things to happen. And since then, since then, they said uh, maybe people will start working on the 1st of August. That is what we have told, and we are not getting it straight from them. Uh, secondly, as the community, we then decided to say, okay, while they are still fixing up whatever they are trying to fix up, because they knew the contracts were going to end at, this, uh, at, at some point, but they have never made a provision for that, to make sure that when it ends, at least there's a provision for the streets to be cleaned and debt to be collected. They have never done that. We even asked them through the office of the councillor to say, Congress, uh, uh, City of Cape Town, while we are still insisting the, the challenge that we are faced with of not collecting or cleaning our streets, there are community members and leaders who are saying, look, uh, we, will, uh, we will do the cleaning up until you bring back the contractors, which is something that the community is asking for, to bring back the contractors. Uh, we will do the cleaning. Just suppliers with refuse bags. The city of Cape Town refused to do that. We are still waiting for refuse bags. We asked for 2,000 refuse bags. They promised to give us 300 refuse bags. How big is Taiwan? We have plus minus 7.5 households in Taiwan. How many, uh, 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 how much of refuse you will find from 7.5, uh, 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 um, what you call uh, households? So, as I said to you, the city does not really care about townships. It's not only that in our memorandum. One of the things that we are talking about in that memorandum is that they must bring back the contractors that were working. So they start cleaning the streets. They must supply some of the informal settlements that even today they have never supplied uh, uh, with energy. Because ESCOM is ready, but City of Cape Town does not want to sign uh, the memorandum of agreement. Uh, thirdly, the issue of disaster fire kids. We have, each and every winter, we are faced with lo- uh, uh, floods in, in Taiwan. We are saying the scatter kids must come back. Uh, at any time, you'll find that there are town, uh, shark uh, fires. We even said, even in that, while we are still delaying the process of building Taiwan, which is 37 years in existence, and it's always been like that, sharks that are close to each other, cars that cannot go inside, even the police that cannot go inside, there's no proper lightning and all of that, you see. But the temporal uh, arrangement in terms of disaster that we used to have, it must continue while you are playing uh, dilly-dallying with the city of Cape Town and the Western Cape government. When we know that the budget from national is, 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 is there, lying somewhere in your, in your coffers, and you are planning to take that budget somewhere else if you are not doing anything to make sure that you are accountable for the processes that we are still waiting for, mm. for 37 years without uh, building each, even one uh, uh, single household. Yeah. They promised that they are going to build, at least they are going to take 500 people. Even today we are still waiting for those 500 people to be to, to, to candidate so then they can start building.
I like the fact that you've you've highlighted accountability. There must be somebody who is accountable and there must be a position, there must be an office and someone must be sitting in that office. And maybe these are the kind of conversations we must be having, uh, you know, uh, rather than us. You know, just having, you know, just talking for the sake of talking to say, okay, fine, I've gone to so and so's office. He's the 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 gentleman or the lady who has been appointed to make sure that the processes are followed and signatures or whatever what needs to be signed out has been signed out so that stuff is done. Because I think we've just reached a point where People are just not taking accountability. Uh, hold on yeah. for me for a second, Ndibulele. We're going to take a small break. When we come back, maybe if you know whoever it is that is supposed to be processing uh, you know, such, such paperwork, then let's talk around it and, and, and let's, let them be accountable. I think that okay. is very important. Let's take a break. We'll be back. When you promised Mandela That his people shall go free Did you tell him they won't grow? Celebrity Watch Seven minutes just before five and you are on Morning Bliss. Uh, it's Bertha with you standing in for Patricia. So I'm speaking to Ndipulele Wababa, community activist from Taiwan Informal Settlement Ward 87 in Kailicha. So the city doesn't care. So that that's the point. That's that's the issue here coming from the community. And the city's mayoral committee, uh, that's the committee member for urban waste management, Grant Twig, apparently said, the memorandum was received. They did hand over a memorandum, which was received by the sub-council, 10 officials, and said that uh, there were delays preventing the collection of refuse in some areas. And the issues highlighted included, you know, waste collection, electricity, and many other things around it. What could be the stumbling block? Uh, Have they highlighted yeah. what is the stumbling block? Okay, uh, as activists, obviously you do your research. Uh, you will check even your line of communications and who's supposed to do what, when, and how. Mm. We have line departments that are supposed to be servicing our people. That just does not care. Uh, we know that there are people, in, this, in, in, in the case of, of Taiwan being built, uh, we've been struggling to get tighter simmers. You see, she's been playing uh, Tom and Jerry with the community of Taiwan. You see, that is the first person. But we understand that there are other departments. But it's, it's in, her, uh, in his uh, court, the policy is in his in court, uh, in terms of the building of Taiwan and first, first contraction and all those, all those things. But we understand in the issue of service delivery in terms of solid waste, we know exactly who's supposed to come and collect and when to collect and all of those things. But when you're trying to get hold of that person, he will be out of office. Or if he's not out of office, uh, he's, in, he's on leave for three weeks. Uh, the city now, what it does, uh, you will find out in one truck uh, that's supposed to collect refuse back, you have one, uh, one permanent worker and maybe four or five EPWPs that are working in that. 
you know why? There's an exception when it comes to wages or salaries, when it comes to EPWP. Mm. And they are cutting costs. That's what I'm saying. They are cutting costs in terms of having permanent uh, uh, employees that understand that every day I have to be at work and deliver services to our people. Because some of these people are from our communities. When it comes to EPWPs, you know you are only here for six months, meaning that after six months, it is cutting budget when it comes to that. Well, there's an exception. Because if you have an employed person for, for that process, in fact, the contractor is, is paying, currently paying 256 uh, per hour. Per, per day, but EPWP is paying 200 So there's that difference with the city of Cape Town. It's something that we have analyzed and checked. Mm. And the, this is what I, 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 I hope that answers your question. It, ha- you it has answered my question that why can we not just keep the same rates as they are supposed to be? Because then the discrepancies in rates where one earns this amount for the same amount of job, for the same amount of hours, the same amount of energy, it, it just, it, it really, I, I get a little bit confused. But I suppose, you know, from a business aspect, there is reasoning to it, but the reasoning really honestly does not make any sense. So what is the way forward before I let you go? What would you like to see happen and where, by when? Dibulele? I'm not so sure what has happened to my line there. And I'm speaking to Ndipulele Wababa, community activist from from Taiwan, informal settlement Ward 87 in Kailicha, and where they have had no refuse collected for the past eight weeks, which is basically two months. And um, they've handed over a memorandum and given seven days uh, for response. And I'm not so sure whether that response will happen in seven days. But I know, you know, like he's highlighted that... Uh, you know, the, the city's mayoral committee um, has acknowledged and received uh, their memorandum and hoping uh, that there, w- there will be some response of, su- or some, of some sort. And basically the community is at their wit's end in terms of the dirt that's just around. The worrying factor, when you have so much garbage around you, we tend to forget that we open a window for un necessary problems such as we could have a you know a spiral a spiraling problem of of cholera because of no you know health issues being taken care of but yeah I, i'm not so sure how we can go forward with this uh, Ndibulele, um can you just in in wrapping up what would you like to see happen and giving also time frames uh i would i would like uh to be treated as equal to those that are staying in 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 Constantia, because one of the city officials in a level of manager or mayoral committee once said they will not turn Kailicha to be Constantia overnight. You can even listen to that statement that there are serious delegations between the black townships and the urban or suburb areas would like to be served and serviced 
equally as we believe that is our constitutional right. Uh, uh, if it takes two hours for a report in, in Constantia, for a refused report that is not collected to be collected, it should also apply in our townships. Mm, mm. Uh, that, that is what we are fight, uh, basically fighting for, is decent uh, service delivery for our people. Uh, as we believe that is constitutional. Yeah. Debulele, we're uh, going to have to leave it at this point because I now have yeah. to cross over to the news desk. But let's yeah. hope something is done. And thank you so much for joining us on the morning um, morning bliss. Okay, thank you very much. Ma'am. Thank you. Debulele Wababa, community activist from Taiwan Informal Settlement, Ward 87 in Kailicha. Service delivery right here on Morning Bliss. Coming up next, uh, Stephen Krutis will be taking over from 6 um, onwards. Uh, but for now, we'll have current affairs coming through from with um, Elvis uh, Preslin from our uh, news department.